Each and every week, Homeschool Think Tank shares two podcast episodes with you. While our Monday episode is all about mindset, the other episode is all about homeschooling. I decided to start sharing a weekly episode about mindset because I've seen the difference that it makes in my own life. To learn more about how we serve homeschool families, visit homeschoolthinktank.com. My name is Jackie, and welcome to the Homeschool Think Tank Parenting Podcast. Today, I want to share with you some of the ways that I take care of myself, and my goal here is to inspire you to take care of yourself as well. I genuinely believe that when we don't take care of ourselves, it is really difficult to take care of others. And as homeschooling parents, that is a lot of what we do. We are caring for others, for our children, and if you're married, your spouse. So I want you to just take some time with me today to consider how you are caring for yourself, or maybe you aren't really caring for yourself much, and how you might be able to incorporate some of these ideas to care for yourself better and to do it on a regular basis to create a habit of caring for yourself. Now, before I share a lot of the other ways that I take care of myself, I want to let you know that I am a certified life coach and I can help you take better care of yourself through life coaching. Life coaching is all about becoming aware of how you're thinking and the impact that your thoughts are having on your life And I truly believe that life coaching is probably the greatest form of self-care. And I also get coached by a life coach every single week, even though I'm a certified life coach. It's why I became a life coach. I saw the difference it made in my own life and how I showed up as a better homeschooling parent. And it's why I am a life coach for homeschooling parents, because I believe it can help you be the homeschooling parent you want to be and show up as a better homeschooling parent too. So here are some ways that I take care of myself. (laughs) And this is a little meta here, but I listen to podcasts, podcasts really every single day, usually a few a day. I always listen to a podcast while I am getting ready in the morning. Now I alternate between two different types of podcasts, depending on what I feel that I need the most that day. One of them are mindset podcasts. And that is a lot of my inspiration for sharing these episodes, these Mindset Monday episodes with you is because I see what a difference it's made in my own life. And I feel that I can pay that forward by sharing these episodes with you. So listening to this Mindset Monday episode each and every week may be one way that you take care of yourself, that you allow yourself to learn something new. You can be in your own head and it just gives you something to think about for the day. And actually that is one of the things that I love about podcasts is inevitably somebody will say something that just makes me think. It might make me think in a different way, Or it may even be something I agree with, but I think I need to share that with my listeners or my own variation of that thing. But also, 
Sometimes my family gets sick of podcasts because I really am a podcast junkie. I just love them. And it's the easiest way for me to take in information. Unlike a YouTube video where I feel the need to watch it, at times, even though I may just listen, there's always something I want to sort of glance at. A podcast, I don't feel that need to watch. And so I'm able to continue doing things even though I'm listening and learning. Anyway, so my family can get a little sick of podcasts and I do try to be more respectful of that and maybe pop in my earbuds so everybody doesn't have to hear it sometimes. But I like listening to them in the car with my children. There are a few key podcasts that I listen to, especially with one of my daughters, but it's a nice way for them to listen to something without me saying it. But what happens is It's not my goal always to finish the episode. My goal is for those episodes to inspire a new conversation and for us to talk about something different than we might talk about otherwise. That's my goal with listening to podcasts with my children. It's for conversational purposes and to just have something come to mind that we wouldn't have thought of otherwise. But likewise, it happens for myself as well. Okay, I got off on a little bit of a tangent there. So the next thing, this is something I do well and I don't do well. Let me explain. Sleep. My husband is home most of the time anymore. Thank goodness he doesn't travel as much as he used to. When he is home, I am really good at keeping a solid sleep routine. And we get to bed about the same time, get up around the same time. It's easy, but here's what happens when he's not home. I feel this sense of, ah, I can just like work and do what I want to do. And I end up on my computer and I can stay up half the night working because honestly, I love working and I always have something I'm working on, working toward that I want to improve, but I can think without any interruptions. The kids are in bed. My husband's not here. I can just be in my own head and I love to be in my own head and really think and be doing things and that's hard to do when you have people around you all the time. So in some ways, in those times, I am taking care of myself by being in my own head and giving myself that space. On the other hand, I'm not taking care of myself, which I would say there's more of the not taking care of myself because the next day I'm still up and at them and doing what I got to do. And I don't gripe anymore and I don't complain if I'm tired. I've really made a point to um, quit griping when I'm tired because you know what? It's my own fault. It's nobody else's fault and nobody else needs to pay for it. So I try to just suck it up and deal with it and go to bed early the next night. But I need to improve that, honestly. And what I really need to do is give myself space to be on my own head and think for hours on end in a different way, which I have a difficult time doing. I'm going to admit Because it is, you know, I've got my kids and I've got my oldest daughter finally is driving. She has her full driver's license and can take herself places, but I'm still driving my younger daughter around. And it's just hard sometimes as a mom to have that space. But what I really think I need to do is just like I have a favorite destination that I go to is give myself a weekend away all by myself and work and play and I'll tell you what I my favorite destination it's a hot springs and I I just love hot springs and 
So what happens for me is I can go and I can just soak and relax and I'm in my own head, which I love, but I also have a, when I go to the hot springs, I have this great big sun hat I wear so I can be by myself, but it's a very touristy kind of place. So I can also switch on over to a ball cap. And what's great about the hot springs is you can have all these great conversations with all sorts of people from around the world. And those conversations can be inspirational in and of themselves. But then when I want to be in my own head, I put my big hat back on. But then you can go to your room and I could work or just relax, read, whatever I want, right? So that's really what I need to do is give myself some space in that way. Anyway... That was all around sleeping initially, but what it helps me recognize, even as I'm speaking in this podcast, is I need to give myself space in other ways and not sacrifice my sleep for it. So as I'm editing this episode, I realized that might not have made a lot of sense, so I thought I'd add this to it. The big hat, I pull down, I'll put my sunglasses on, and I'm pretty unapproachable, really. But the ball cap, you take the sunglasses off, just wear a ball cap, suddenly you're very approachable. So that's where it's like I can manage whether people want to be chatty with me or not when I'm at this place because it can go both ways. People are clearly sometimes just being alone or just being with who they're with and want to be left alone while others are obviously willing to have a conversation. So I thought I would explain that. So if you ever do hot springs or water type things, that's a great little trick to be left alone or to be open to conversation. All right, let's get back to the episode. All right, another way that I take care of myself is I get my morning shower every day. I sometimes in the past can get to just doing what I'm doing and then end up not even showering till the afternoon or the evening. But I have just made a commitment to myself that I get up and I shower. The only reason I don't shower first thing in the morning is to clean my bathroom once a week. And right after that, I hop in the shower. That's it. Otherwise, every other day I get that shower right away. I get so much more out of any given day when I take the time to shower first thing in the morning and I'm dressed and ready to go for the day. All right. The next thing I have started doing a little better at in the last few weeks, and I'm going to continue to improve this, is exercising. Now, I'm not just like exercising at a gym. Actually, we live a long way from a gym. That's a real pain in the rear for me to go to a gym. But we do have some great hiking trails around us. Now, when the weather is inclement, it's not great, but it's been pretty darn nice lately. So I've been hiking a little bit, at least once a week. And then My youngest daughter and I are ice skating once a week now, and we'll do that until the weather isn't good anymore. And so to me, this is, I sort of get a double on this. I'm taking care of myself and I'm taking care of my relationship with my daughter and I'm exercising. So I guess I'm really getting three things out of it. And I love to move. I love to exercise for fun. I don't necessarily just love to like go to a gym and exercise. Although if a gym was nearby, I think I would really enjoy yoga classes. And like, I know I've enjoyed step classes and stuff like that in the past, but I will spend a whole hour driving just to go to the gym because it's half an hour there, half an hour back. I could be done with a workout at home in that time. So my goal is to move for fun more 
and sometimes by myself, but also sometimes with my kids. And that is self-care because I feel better about my body when I am in good shape. So while I'm not a gym girl, I'm generally in pretty good shape throughout my life. But I have some room for improvement right now because I sit too much when I'm working. All right. Another thing that I do to take care of myself is I play piano. And I have played piano on and off throughout my entire life. And when my children were younger, I tried to get them into piano lessons because it was one of those things I could just see was going to go better with the teacher other than me. And they really weren't that interested. And then my oldest daughter, oh, so I took their their place for a while and started doing lessons for a while. And after a while, that tapered off. And then my youngest daughter, when she was a little older, started taking violin lessons. And then we incorporated piano into that. So it was violin and piano with the same teacher. But she sort of lost interest. And I'm hoping she picks it back up at some point. But that teacher is really difficult to get in with. And I did not want to lose her spot. I was really hoping she would take a break and go back to it. So what I did is I took her spot and I started taking piano lessons again in order to hold her spot. But guess what? I love it. I'm not giving it up. I would give her some of that time because I do, uh, oh, we sort of fluctuate between a 45 minute and a one hour lesson. So I would share that time with her if needed, but I will not give up my whole time (laughs) because I'm loving this so much. And so, and she doesn't even want it right now anyway, so it's a non-issue at this moment. But that has really forced me to take care of myself because in a way I'm being held accountable for taking care of myself. And, you know, I can go a week and maybe not practice much or even occasionally not at all. But I'm sure as heck not going to go show up for two weeks in a row not practicing much. So it makes me sit down in the evenings and practice playing piano. And I'm really improving a lot. I mean, oh my gosh, I have improved exponentially over the last year. And it's so fun and so exciting. And I absolutely love it. This is probably the greatest form of self-care I give myself most days of the week, most of the time. There are weeks I miss because maybe I have big projects right here at Homeschool Think Tank I'm working on and I need that time. But I practice most evenings for 30 minutes to an hour and I have goals this year and oh, I better get on it. I'm holding myself accountable here to perform at least once a month in a public place and not that anybody's expecting me, not that I'm even promoting it, sharing it, or I'm being paid for it. None of those things are true. What is true is they are public places that have a piano and they allow other people to play the piano sometimes. And so I generally ask, I don't just walk in and go sit down at their piano. I ask and if they mind and they say, yeah. So I've done this two different times last October or November, I can't remember exactly when. And literally, that was the first time I had ever played in public anywhere. And I, the first day I was trembling, you could see me shaking because I was so nervous. And then I went on ahead and did it again the very next day at a different place. 
and I did much better and I was not visibly shaking or trembling. I felt a little nervous, but not half as nervous as I had. And you know, I'm average, I'm not fantastic, but right now I'm working on a few other pieces. I'm working on uh, Brian Crane's version of Canaan and D. I just love his version. And then I'm currently working on Rage and Bone Man's Human. Love that song. Uh, and I'm working on Lumineers, Ophelia. And then I'm going to come back to, I've at one point been able to do Philip Wesley's Racing Against the Sunset really well, or quite well, but I quit practicing it for a long time. It's nine pages. It is a hard piece of music. And uh, I'm going to start doing that again soon. But this is something I'm doing for self-care and this is allowing me a lot of personal growth. I mean, playing in public makes me a nervous wreck, but I'm doing it. And I'm really enjoying just getting good at something. And the other thing is, as much as I work on homeschool think tank, it gets me away from any kind of screen. I don't have to read anything but music, right? I mean, I enjoy reading, but sometimes you read so much, you're like, I've got to do something else. So these are ways I'm caring for myself. You can do this too, whether it's piano or something else. And you don't have to already have any know-how around it. You can just decide, I want to learn something new and go learn it. Like, I know someday I am going to take saxophone lessons. I want to learn how to play the saxophone. I've never even picked up a saxophone since sixth grade band when I maybe touched one, but I've never played one. And I'll learn that at some point. You can do these types of things too. Just decide, I want to learn something new and learn it. And that's a great way of self-care. Um, another way that I care for myself is honestly through my work, through homeschool think tank. I love everything I'm doing here. I love podcasting. I've actually found that there's a lot of personal growth through podcasting. I love working on the website. I love doing most of the things that I do with it, although there are definitely some things that I intend to hire out this year that I don't want to do anymore and I don't love. So that will be another way of caring for myself is by unloading the things I don't love to do in my business and giving myself the space, more space to do the things I do love to do with Homeschool Think Tank. And I'm actually starting another little side thing as well. So I'm super excited about that. And that gives me something else to be excited about is there's more self-growth there as well. The other thing that I do to care for myself is I take care of my home. I really do try to keep a clean and tidy home and as minimalist as possible. And I'm always trying to improve on that because what I find is the less stuff that I have, the more time I have to do the things that I actually want to do and that light me up. So last year we got rid of a ton of furniture, a ton of stuff because we were recarpeting and I had to go through all this stuff and move it around anyway. So I unloaded truckloads literally truckloads of stuff. I am about to do that in my closet this month is just pare that down. I don't like weeding through stuff. I know I'm not going to wear it. Even if it's cute, even if it fits me, if I don't wear it, I don't wear it. It's keeping it won't make me wear it, right? So, and I'm like this in my kitchen. I have a pretty minimalist kitchen. <laughs> pretty much my whole house is pretty minimalist. The one place it's not is the shop, but that's more of my husband's domain, not mine. Um, although I found last year, I decided to tackle my own messes in there. I had more than I thought I did. So I had some work to do and I still have some 
to get rid of more junk out of there that really he's not going to go through that because he views it as mine and that's my job to do so I'm like if it's out there I probably don't need it but yeah being really minimalist is a huge way to take care of myself because you guys if you have a lot of stuff really start paying attention to how much mental clutter that adds for you how much extra cleaning that adds for you how much extra organizing stuff is a pain I'm telling you when you really start seeing it for what it is and it's a we I could do a whole other episode on this and maybe I will next week but your stuff is eating up your life you have better things to do with your life than manage stuff so whether you're out shopping for stuff I mean when you really think about the time it takes to shop you go out and you shop and you get home and you've got all these tags to cut off and all this these new clothes to wash and things to put up and hang up and organize put in a closet somewhere literally sometimes you do that you know it it's it's stuff and then later you're going through this stuff because you have too much stuff and then you have to donate it later like when you get something think through that item through the end of its life (laughs) in your home right Think through how long you're going to keep it, how long you're going to store it, how much you're actually going to use it. It's it's eye-opening when you start viewing things in this way. But something I need to do better at within my home is, you know, I always pay my bills on time. I always do that kind of stuff on time, but I need better systems around that. It's not something I love to do. And so I tend to sort of kick it to the curb until I'm like, oh, those bills are about due. I've got to deal with that. But what I need to do is have at least, you know, where I'm doing it at least twice a week, just sitting down, dealing with whatever needs dealt with, and then moving forward. So it never becomes a big weight, right? And just the things that come in that are like once a year things, your insurance, you know, maybe your homeowner's insurance, go through that within a week of getting it. Have a time scheduled when you're going to do those things. And these are things I can do better at too. So I've told you a lot of the things I do well, and there's a few other things I want to improve. So things I need to improve, sleep. Whenever my husband's out of town, I need to make a point to go to bed and not stay up half the night. Um, Nutrition, honestly, I've gotten a little lazy with my nutrition and I'm not eating as many fruits and vegetables as I once did. Need to do better at that. Maybe stay out of the brownies when my daughter makes brownies. (laughs) Um, I need to exercise more. Actually, I need to stretch more because for me, stretching is a huge deal because it prevents back issues for me. And I know if I don't get back to that, that my back issues will resume at some point. So not just exercise as far as, you know, really getting moving, but taking the time to stretch most days of the week. Um, something I need to improve on and I have a goal for this year is to stop working at four o'clock. whatever work I can get done before four, great, but don't work anymore after four because sometimes, you know, I'll stop and I go back and I I sort of bounce back and forth between my living with my family and my work. But what happens for me is it, it actually ends up impacting my sleep because my mind really gets going on all this stuff, especially if I 
let's say I go to work again after we're done with dinner, but before bed, my mind just gets rolling with all the things I want to do and my goals and, and that disrupts my sleep. So I need to have better habits around that. Um, the money habits, just sitting down and dealing with any kind of, it's not just money, it's mail habits really, right? Any mail that comes in, just dealing with it and having a schedule to do so. And journaling is something that I try to do, but I'm really not that great at it. So, and I was really good for a long time. And I've even done a whole episode about this, about planning for your feelings and planning your time you know, for the upcoming week, I've tapered off of that and I need to do better at it because I really do have better days when I plan my feelings. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, scroll way back in the podcast and you'll find, I think it's called Plan for Your Feelings, an episode. Anyway, I need to do better at that and I need to do better at planning for my week but giving myself those buffer times because I do have kids. Things don't go perfect, right? And then I want to continue to simplify my life, to have less stuff, have less stuff, have less stuff. And I want to say have less on my calendar, but it's not really a matter of less on my calendar. It's be more intentional about what's on my calendar and plan my time better in that way. So these are ways I take care of myself and ways that I need to improve taking care of myself. And I hope that this episode has inspired you to look at ways that you are taking care of yourself and ways that you might want to improve your self-care routines. And really, self-care is a routine. If it's not part of your daily routine or weekly routine, or even in some cases, say a quarterly routine or monthly, then you're not doing it. So things I could think of um, like a quarterly routine for me might be a two or three day getaway all by myself once a quarter. It would do me a world of good. And maybe one day a month just doing something all by myself that is not doing the grocery shopping. That's really about just what I want to do, right? Those are ways I could take better care of myself. And as I'm talking, I may make it a goal. So another way that I take care of myself is I actually get coached every single week. I am a certified life coach, but I also have a life coach and I get coached. So I became a life coach because I realized what a difference it made in my own life and it helped me show up as a better homeschooling mom, a better homeschooling parent. So I want to encourage you, if you want to learn about life coaching, you can schedule a complimentary homeschool consultation with me and we can talk about it. So as a homeschool consultant, I help you with the how-tos of homeschooling your children. But as a life coach, I help you with all the other parts of your life, with the day in, the day out of homeschooling, and even with other things that are not directly related to homeschooling, because when you can work through any challenges, any problems that you're having, even if they're not directly related to homeschooling, it impacts how you show up 
as a homeschooling parent. And I know it has, coaching has made a world of difference for me. And I really believe this is like what every homeschooling parent needs. So in my opinion, life coaching is the best form of self-care that there is because it helps you learn how to manage your mind better, become more aware of how you're thinking and how your thoughts are impacting your life and even your children's life, other people's lives, you know, the people who you're close to especially. So please check the link in the show notes below and you can learn more about coaching with me and you can sign up for a complimentary consultation with me and I can help you. Coaching is amazing. It makes a world of difference. All right, so I cannot wait to meet you. That's it for this week. Live and learn your way. My name is Jackie and I am your host of the Homeschool Think Tank Parenting Podcast. Bye-bye. to say thank you for listening to the homeschool think tank parenting podcast if you've enjoyed this mindset monday episode it would be great if you would follow this podcast and share it with a friend i would really enjoy hearing what you think of these episodes so if you're feeling inspired please take a moment to leave a comment too be sure to check the link below to discover more mindset monday episodes and discover information about improving your mindset Also, if you want full access to our playlist, you can sign up at homeschoolthinktank.com slash mindset. Remember, when you sign up to access our playlists, you'll be able to use our advanced podcast search engine to quickly bring you right to the moment you are looking for. If you are interested in being a guest on the Homeschool Think Tank Parenting Podcast, or you want to learn more about how we serve homeschool families, be sure to visit homeschoolthinktank.com. I'll see you later this week for our next episode about homeschooling and again on Monday for our next episode about mindset. My name is Jackie and I am your host of the Homeschool Think Tank Parenting Podcast. Have a great week. Live and learn your way.